Find out the three components to a high-performing team on today's show. In order to succeed in the HVAC business, we need to be in alignment with our team. There are three major components to doing this, and we brought in leadership expert Rob Schallenberger to walk us through the process. Take it away, Rob. Welcome to all of our EGIA friends. Now, this session is particularly for senior leaders and managers, and I encourage you to watch this two or three times because what we're going to cover here, uh, there's some really important parts of this. There's some really important golden nuggets that I want to make sure that we all capture. So I, again, I invite you to watch this two or three times uh, to really make sure that we've got this dialed in. Now, as we get going, this is going to be focused on strategic planning and alignment. And if you look at any high-performing team, there are really three components that create a high-performing team. And that is the people, the culture, and the strategy. The people are the number one most important part of the equation and the training that they get. That leads into the culture, and we will either have a culture by design or a culture by default. And then the onus falls on the senior leadership to make sure that there is an alignment of strategy from top to bottom so that people know where they're going. And of course, that ties directly into the culture. Now, when we talk about strategy, it's kind of like rowing. And, you know, the University of Minnesota rowing coach said something that was fascinating. She went on to comment that if the oars don't hit the water within 0.03 seconds of each other, that's the difference between first place and middle of the pack. Isn't that interesting? And so what we're talking about is within your team and your organization is getting the oars to hit the water as close together as possible, to be in sync with each other. And again, that comes down to a leadership issue to make sure that we're in sync with each other. Now, there are three things that we're going to cover here, three objectives for this short video. Number one is developing a strategic plan, the most important part of obviously having a strategy. The second is to set up a rhythm of annual and quarterly meetings. And the third is hold effective weekly meetings to make sure that you're aligned and focused on what matters most during the week. So we're going to walk through just a brief overview of each one of these and how to do that. Now, when I talk about these three key things, having a strategic plan, setting up a rhythm of annual and quarterly meetings, and holding an effective weekly meeting, we've done this with organizations all over the world and seen the impact. And you may think, you know, I only have a team of five people or 50 people. You know, I'm not a Fortune 500 company. Do I really need to do this? Well, here's the answer. Yes, absolutely. It doesn't matter whether it's a team of two people five people or even 5,000. It's our role as leaders to make sure that the team and the organization are aligned going the right direction. People crave alignment. And the other thing that you may think is, you know what, these Fortune 500 companies, they've got it all doped out. You know, they have massive budgets. They've got it all figured out. We're just trying to figure out how to survive. It's also not true. So when we started working with the Dallas Cowboys, there was no vision. There was no strategic plan. There was no rhythm. It was truly just winging it. And you would think, Man, they're the Cowboys. <laughs> well, this is something that every organization can improve is their strategic planning and alignment. So this is exactly what we help the DCM, well, we call it a DCM division. It's the Dallas Cowboys Merchandising Division. They're a huge arm of the company. So basically anything you see with the Dallas Cowboys apparel, anything you see with the University of Texas logo, you know, so any of that apparel, anything you see with the USC logo, their apparel, that all comes from the Dallas Cowboys Merchandising division. And so this is a big arm of the Dallas Cowboys organization. They had some huge opportunities, but they weren't firing on all cylinders. They were going all these different directions. So when we sat down at the beginning of the year 
and went through these objectives and helped them develop their strategic plan. Start to get in that cadence and that rhythm of quarterly and annual meetings. It took six to eight months to make that happen. So I want to set the proper expectations here that what we're about to cover will take some time. It will take some effort on your part and especially up front. However, on the back end, this pays huge dividends to get all of this put into place and it becomes a part of the culture. And that's why uh, Tim, who's the COO of DCM, Dallas Cowboys Merchandising Division, credited this process with helping them have their best year ever. And that was focusing on their 22 senior managers and really setting that up. So I wanna take the same thing we did with them and that we've done with many others and review that now with you so that you can see where your company's at. You know, what are some areas where we might be able to improve and enhance and add to? And so that's the spirit in which I want to approach this. All right, so the first objective is to really have a strategic plan. Now we've developed a proprietary process that you can use that will take you all the way from the vision and how to develop a vision down to the daily execution uh, where the rubber really meets the road. Now I will say that entire strategic planning process is beyond the scope of this particular course. However, within EGIA's learning management system, their LMS, you can go watch the entire strategic planning course where we walk through each one of these steps on how to set up a strategic plan. I bring it up here though, because this is one of the keys to alignment is you've got to have a strategic plan. It will take some time, it will take some effort, but it will pay huge dividends on the back end when you go through the process to develop your strategic plan. And again, if this is new to you, if you haven't done this before, go find the other course within the EGI system and watch and go through each aspect of this strategic planning pyramid that we've created, and we'll walk you through each of these steps. Right here, I just wanna make the point that we need to have a strategic plan. And the intent here is that once you finish your strategic plan, is that you can get it onto one page. So if you look at the screen, you can see a one-page summary of a strategic plan. Now clearly, it's gonna have more detail and things like that that will go into it. However, the idea is to have it so simple and straightforward, you can say, what is our vision, our TIGs? Any goals that are beyond one year, max three TIGs. What's our vision, our TIGs, our five key strategies and our initiatives for each strategy? One-page summary, right there. Wouldn't that be awesome to have your strategic plan so concise and so clear? Well, that's the intent, and it will take some work and effort to get to that point. Now, although this is not the purpose of this particular video to walk through each step on how to go through the strategic plan, I do want to give you a few questions that you can ask the senior leaders within your organization to get the process started. You will need to ask these questions at some point. And so uh, I invite you over the next, say, maybe three to four weeks to individually give them these questions, have them put in the thought and effort, and then come back and share their responses as a group and see where you overlap and grow together. So you can see on the screen, and we'll just briefly walk through these. Number one, what are the top three most important areas of focus for our company in the next one to three years? And this will tie into your strategies, your TIGs, and ultimately your vision. Number two is how do we define and measure success? This will go into what you develop as part of your TIGs. Number three, what principles or values make us the best at what we do? And these will tie into your core values once you start getting into those. Number four, as a company, what should be some of the specific goals that we can focus on the next 13 months, to, say to maybe three years? So that could include financial growth goals, you know, new markets that you may want to enter, and these will tie directly into your TIGs and your strategies. Okay, number five is a close cousin of number four. 
What are specific strategies we should be focusing on to achieve those goals? And that will tie directly into obviously the strategies and the initiatives that you can then use as part of your strategic plan. And the last is this, ask each person individually to write down the company vision in their own words in two sentences or less. And this puts the power in each of their courts to see, you know, what's the vision look like from their perspective. And then you can bring those together and come up with the corporate vision, which will be, in my opinion, one sentence or less in most cases, rarely two sentences. All right, so there are six questions that you can ask your team to get the ball rolling and going the right direction to develop your strategic plan. Those are six key questions that will tie into every aspect of this pyramid that you see, the strategic plan. And so I invite you to ask your team those questions and at least get the ball rolling for objective number one, which is to develop your strategic plan. Number two is to set up a rhythm of annual and quarterly meetings. Now let me briefly explain what I mean by this. And this will be a part of your strategic plan. So you're really getting a jump on part number two of the strategic plan. So when I say an annual meeting, what I'm talking about is typically an offsite. You're going away from the company. You're actually stepping out of the offices for one or two days, and you could even go somewhere internationally, you know, Mexico or Canada, go on a trip somewhere, go to somewhere in the US. In other words, the annual meeting is a big deal. It is an offsite of some sort. Now here's what you can do at the offsite, you know, and I would invite only senior leaders to this. You can certainly have an all hands meeting at a different time to kick off the year. This is for your senior leaders. And here are a few things that you would include as part of your annual meeting. Number one, you want to review the external environment. In other words, are there any threats or opportunities that we should be aware of in the coming year? And the best way to do that is to simply have each person on your team identify all the threats that they can come up with, all of the opportunities, and then choose the top two. And then each person share their top two threats and opportunities and look for overlap. You know, if, if everybody has listed a similar threat, you ought to have this as part of your plan on how to mitigate that threat. Likewise, with an opportunity, if everyone is seeing an opportunity, what is the plan in your strategic plan to seize and take advantage of that opportunity? So that's a part of it. Number two, if you're a person that shares the financials, then that's a great time to do a financial review of the previous year and look at the financial forecast for the coming year. Is everyone on the same sheet of music? Does it all make sense? So that's number two. Number three is to review your vision, core values, TIGs, five key strategies and initiatives everything we just covered in the first objective that's part of your strategic plan. Is it still solid? What adjustments do you need to make going into this year? And that may take you three to four hours, could be as quick as an hour. You know, it just depends on where you're at with that one. Number four is to have each key leader or team member who's participating share their annual goals as they apply to that person individually or their department. These are specific measurable goals. You shouldn't see the words more or better. So there's a whole separate course we've done on how to set a clear, actionable goal. What you're looking for from each leader is a specific measurable goal. Usually in most cases, it's seven to nine-ish is what you're looking for in the range for your annual goals. Specific, measurable from each leader. And then finally, number five is to make sure that you've got your quarterly meeting dates set throughout the year so that those are already planned and people can plan their vacations around the quarterly meetings. So you wanna make sure that's set up. Now as a bonus in the annual meeting, some other ideas that I've seen people do. You know, you could include a fun activity. If you're going off-site somewhere, go river rafting. You can do something fun with the company or with the team, you know, whatever. Include some sort of fun activity. Another thing that I've seen someone do that was a pretty cool idea was have each person give a 10-minute TEDx talk to the rest of the leaders. It was motivational, it was inspiring. 
uh, pretty cool experience for them. Another thing that you can do is take some of the biggest issues that you have with your team, with your organization, and go through the six-step process together as a team. That comes from our book, Start With The Vision. I've seen organizations do that. So there are other things that you can add as part of your annual meeting, but you saw the core five. Those are the keys to a successful annual meeting, and anything else you add can be a bonus to that. Now, how about the quarterly meetings? The quarterly meetings are totally different. These are done on-site. They're usually quick. It's two to four hours. So, you know, relative to an annual meeting, it's pretty quick. What you do in the quarterly meeting is go through the highlights of the previous quarter. What were the successes? And then number two is to review the financials if you share them. If you don't share them, then skip that step. Number three is just like you did in the annual meeting, now you're going to have each person report on their previous quarter goals and share their up upcoming quarterly goals, specific measurable goals that should tie in, once you have it done, to the strategies and TIGs. And so what you have here is this alignment, the oars hitting the water. And then the last step is, are there any key areas this quarter as a company that we should be focusing on? That can lead to a great discussion, anywhere from 15 minutes to, <laughs> to three to four hours, potentially, if it really was an important item. So the quarterly meeting is shorter, it's pretty much to the point, and you're just making sure that you're aligned in the upcoming quarter with each other. Now, if you would like a template for these annual and quarterly goals, if you'll email us at support at becomingyourbest.com, we'll email you the template so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Simply pass it around to each team member, they fill it in, and then you can bring those together to your annual and quarterly meetings. The last step, the last objective of today is to have an effective weekly alignment meeting. Now there's two parts to this. When we say a weekly alignment meeting, you know, if you look on the screen right now, you're gonna see a lot of different sports, basketball, football, ballet, soccer. If a person's gonna get better at a sport, or anything for that matter, how are they going to get better? It's practice. It's repetition, it's exposure to new ideas and new tools and ways of doing things. So this weekly alignment meeting is a great opportunity to do two things. Develop your team, help them grow as a team, and then align and focus on what matters most. So one of the things that we invite you to do is focus on one of the 12 principles from our original book, Becoming Your Best, which I know many EGIA members have read and been exposed to. You go through one principle a week for 12 weeks and you have a 10 to 15 minute discussion around that principle and how it applies to the team and the company. And what makes that even better is when you have other members of the team lead the discussion. In other words, it doesn't come from the owner every week. And the whole intent there is, how can we apply that principle better as a team and an organization? And this is what creates that culture by design rather than a culture by default. Now, what's the other part of this? If you look on the screen, I'm gonna show you a sample agenda. Here's a very simple, bare-bone agenda of how to run that weekly alignment meeting. Number one, you start the meeting with the vision and a success from the previous week. So that can literally take one to two minutes. And then just like we talked about, you go through a principle, one of the 12 principles, and take five to 15 minutes on it, having someone lead that discussion. And then you spend the next however long you need, but typically it's 20 to 40 minutes on aligning that week. Who will do what by when? Is there any coordination that needs to happen you know, if scheduling has something they need to talk about to coordinate with whoever's managing the technicians, that's a great time to make sure everyone's aligned going into the week. So that weekly alignment meeting will become one of the keys to success. So what we've just covered are three ways that you can align your team right now and get a clear strategic intent and direction for your entire organization. So again, just in review, what we invited you to do is number one, create a strategic plan. And again, the how-to is on a separate course within EGIA's learning management system. 
Number two is to create that rhythm of annual and quarterly meetings. And again, if you would like the template to use with your team, simply email us at supportofbecomingyourbest.com and we'll send you the free template so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And number three is to have a weekly alignment meeting that really is a powerful meeting in that you're developing your people and you're making sure that as a team, you're aligned and focused on what matters most that week. Now, let me just say one more thing about that meeting. Every week is not going to be a powerful, you know, explosive, motivating meeting. <laughs> That's not the intent. You will have those and that will be a part of it. But the whole point is doing something is better than doing nothing. And this is exactly what the Dallas Cowboys credited with helping them have their best year ever was creating that strategic plan, which took months, getting in that rhythm of annual and quarterly meetings. And then especially that weekly alignment meeting, Tim said that meeting is what really transformed the culture and aligned us as a leadership team. And you'd say, well, why weren't they doing that in the first place? Well, just like everyone else, you know, it's easy to be too busy. It's easy to have so much on our plate that we let some of these things that are important to running our business slip through the cracks. And so I promise that by doing these three things, that will take care of that puzzle that said people, culture, strategy. And this will align that strategic piece so that we're all going the same direction. Our oars are hitting the water together. And there's a real power in the row as we move forward. So again, I invite you to go back and watch this one or two more times. Really try and dial in on some of those subtleties within the annual meetings, the quarterly meetings, their strategic plan, and see if there's some things that you'll catch the second and third time that maybe we didn't the first. So again, I honor you for taking the time to watch this. It's a big deal and it says a lot about who you are, your character, and your leadership. So I wish you a great day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much, Rob Schallenberger. That was incredible content. Now, if you're a member and you haven't gone through our leadership course, I'd encourage you to do so. If you're not a member, then go ahead and sign up for a free trial by clicking join at the top of this page. You'll get free access for 30 days so you can go through the entire course without paying a dime. That's it today, folks. We'll see you soon on Cracking the Code. Until then, bye-bye for now.